Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you, Miss Aida with us, Hoodoo Cleansing and Protection Magic. Now, when you put that curse on that individual, I'm sure you didn't say, I want this guy to get a heart attack or anything like that. Yes, I did. You did? <laughs> you were that specific? Yeah. Now, what would possess you to do that? You don't sound like that kind of person. Um, it was very bad. No, we don't want to get into it. It was very, very bad. And it wasn't something that he did to me. It was something he did to my husband. My husband has since passed away. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yes. Oh, well, okay, we'll not get into that. But, I mean, <laughs> how long did it take for the curse to take effect? I would say about two days because I had specifically put a nail over the heart of the doll and I was pounding it. Whoa. I got to ask you this. If he had died, could you have been arrested for murder? No, absolutely not. And, you know, I want to get into that, too. It's I had previously written a smaller book on cursing and crossing. Okay. Okay. Now I have submitted, I'm about to submit a transcript, you know, on other negative forms of magic. But I'm a very, very firm believer that all curses must be justified. An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. So when you asked me, you know, about this man with the heart attack, it it was very, very bad what he did. It was awful. So you can just imagine, if my philosophy is an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, then your spells have to be justified. You know, trust me, he did something bad. How do you create a, a, a spell or a curse? Okay, so, well, those are two different questions, okay? So curses can be delivered in, in different ways, okay? Um, again... I have to emphasize curses must be justified as far as I'm concerned. They must be. I turn down clients all the time wishing to curse people. And one that people are unfamiliar with is a curse in the Bible. It is Psalm 109. It is the harshest curse that one can recite. Okay? It is so harsh that... You know, rabbis will tell you that, you know, make sure that you're protected. Make sure that you call God in. Because whenever you curse somebody, you know, you're also calling in the attention of curious, malevolent entities. Mm -hmm. So you have to protect yourself, right? You have to explain why you're doing it. I always believe that it must be verbalize why you're doing it. So um, that's the first thing I wanted to, to get out, okay? So it can be done with candle magic. It can be done with using effigies such as dolls or something else representing the victim, right. such as a candle in the, in the shape of a person. Do you have to have a piece of their hair or anything like that? Yeah, you can, you can have personal concerns. Um, you can have hair, skin, saliva, you know, dandruff, people don't think about that. Those are skin cells, right? That's right. Dead skin uh, cells, but skin cells. Now, when you talk about pictures, that's called an adjunct to a personal concern because it doesn't have any DNA. So a personal concern should have a DNA, 
okay, an adjunct such as a pitcher, mm-hmm. you know, doesn't have DNA. And those become weaker spells, right? So anyway, you can deliver the evil. i got to tell you a story about that, too. It's really funny. Okay. Um, inserting cursing ingredients into food, as long as they're, you know, not harmful, right? Foot track magic. You can take, you can take, um, when somebody stepped in dirt and you got the image of their, their foot, you can take that dirt. And then there's something called laying tricks, right? So you lay down a bewitched substance or an object that you've incorporated the spell into so that if a person crosses near it or steps on it, right, they're cursed. And there's a way of, of avoiding that, you know, like wearing a silver dime anklet. Verbal or written pronouncements of malintention. Now, that's an interesting one, okay, because there's a lot of times where a person can curse themselves, right? And, and this happens a lot with spiritual sure. scammers, right? And I write about that also. And... If somebody said, if I were superstitious, Mr. Norrie, if I were very, very superstitious, and someone told me that they cursed, I'm cursing you. You know, there, there's a pronouncement right there. Sure. Right? I'm cursing you. So now my aura is suppressed, and I start worrying, and all these bad things happen, and then I'm drawing in more negative energy. The person didn't do anything. There's just that threat of a curse, right? So now I'm doing all these things to myself. And this unfortunately happens with a lot of victims who go to um, metaphysical scammers and they lead people to believe that if they don't pay them a certain amount of money or if they don't pay them ongoing amounts of money that they're going to be cursed. So out of fear, they keep giving that money. So anyway... Um, working with entities is another one. You know, some people will work with, with harmful entities to, to harm somebody. Um, symbols, that's another one they can use. And, you know, most importantly, it's putting energy out into the universe. So if I said constantly, I hope, uh, hope isn't a good word, something bad will happen to, to Joe John Doe. Uh, John Doe will fall and break his leg. John Doe will fall and break his leg. John Doe, and I'm saying this constantly, I'm putting out that that energy into the universe, sure. right? Something might happen to, to John Doe if it keeps happening. I would hate so to get on your bad side. That, I'm sorry, what? I'd hate to get on your bad side. Oh, no, no. Again, curses have to be justified. You know, if, if somebody comes up to me and says, you're ugly, you're you're stupid, you know, whatever, okay, I'm not going to curse them. Let it, let it, let it go. Let it go. That's right. Now, our, so curses are generally, I don't want to say bad, but they are, gosh, bad things could happen to people. Spells, on the other hand, could be good things, right? Right, right. You I know, mean, it's, 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 a spell is just uh, an expressed desire, you know, to, to cause, to cause an event, right? So it can either be negative or positive or neutral. I mean, if you want uh, a better job, a better relationship, you can do spells like that by going to somebody to, like you, right? Right, right. But, you know, I'm also a very, very firm believer in prayer. You what? know, I mean, it, it's just amazing the things that God will do for you. 
Absolutely. You have to tap into what's the difference, though, between what you do and what a witch would do? There sounds like there's some similarities here. I am a witch. I mean, oh, you are. You okay. Know, witches are, are, you know, people are under the misconception that witches are solely Wiccan, and and that's not true. I mean, anybody that successfully practices magic is a witch. Huh. And you know, bruheria, you know, bruheria, you know, people are under the misconception that oh boy, that comes from Mexico. You know, no, bruheria means witchcraft. That's all it means. And was this a family thing passed down? Yes. Interesting. And in hoodoo cleansing and protection magic, does somebody have to go to someone like you, or can they learn this on their own? You know, I'm a very firm believer that people are able and capable of cleansing themselves. All right. So, and that's what this book is about. The book is about knowledge. Knowledge is power, right? So, if one had a physical illness, okay, now in, in these days, one can look up what the illness is on the internet. You can talk to different physicians, mm-hmm. get different types of opinions, and you're, you've got some sort of control, right? And that was my intention when I wrote this book, is to tell people what's happening, why it happened, why it's affecting them, whatever it may be, whether it's a curse, whether it's a possessed object, whether it's a a haunting, you know, no matter what it is, this is why it happened, this is what it's doing to you, this is how you can take care of it. Right, so I discourage people from coming to me for to to actually perform something because you know they're perfectly capable of doing it themselves, saving themselves you know a zillion dollars. It's really not that hard, and if you have if you have knowledge, Mr. Nor, you've got control. Knowledge is control and power. Can I want to empower people. Can someone be cursed and not know it? Yes. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay, but what's going to happen is you're going to have warning signs, right? Su- such as? You have lots of warning signs. You know, the first thing you're going to have is a feeling of doom. You've heard the expression, a dark cloud. Oh, the person's got, I feel like I have a dark cloud on me. Right. right? Well, what happens is, if you have a radiant aura, right, and and I I talked about this earlier, right, so it's deflecting the negativity that's in the atmosphere. We've got half good, half bad, right? If the aura is suppressed, we're feeling the negativity. That's the dark cloud that you're feeling. I had had an ex-producer, Miss Aida, who would come into work. This is during my local days. He'd uh, come into work and say, I'm going to have a lousy day. And you know what? He had a lousy day. Oh, absolutely. You know, as a negative affirmation. He put it into the universe. Yep. Not good. So, you know, there there's all kinds of, of signs, feeling of impending doom or, or, you know, that dark cloud, run of bad luck. 
suddenly people start avoiding you, or not you, but the person that's hurt. <laughs> Maybe me. You never know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, treating people with apathy or being people treating the, the affected person with anger or as being insignificant, there's sudden breakdowns of many appliances. You can't have one appliance break down and, and say, oh, I've been cursed, right? It has to be a lot. Um, there's something I forgot to write in my book, and I, I feel really bad about it, but unexplained and sudden breakout of, of severe acne or, or, or blackheads. And, and by the way, you know, to counteract that, you rub a lima bean on each and every one of, of the, you know, an individual lima bean for each one thrown in the garbage. Um, feelings of being watched, difficulty sleeping, hmm. nightmares, feeling obstacles, everything a person attempts to do, there's an obstacle. And I get a lot of these clients where there's unexplained illnesses and physicians can't diagnose it. They don't know what the problem is. Protective jewelry breaking, that's what we call jewelry taking the hit, right? Financial difficulties, um, you know, in, in severe cases, if it's severe, severe, you know, there might be hauntings. So another thing that, that may happen, too, and, and this is really interesting, are insects. So if you're starting to see insects that are not native to your environment, you know, that's a clue. Or if they are native to the environment, there's a swarm of them. And an interesting one also is having insects in the house that are just dying for no apparent reason. And unfortunately, sometimes your pets will take the hit for you. Wow. On purpose or accidentally or what? Accidentally, yeah, they'll take the hit. You know, what, what, do, what do pets instinctively do? They protect. I have three They protect us. They oh, sure. Instinctively protect me. Yep. Just wrong place, wrong time, I guess, for them. Yeah, exactly. So these these spells and curses, which I'm, I'm fascinated by them because in a lot of cases, they work. How important is the practitioner? Let's say somebody comes to you and says, I want a spell on, you know, on, on my career or something like that. What if we're talking the, about positive spell now. Positive stuff. Positive stuff. Do you have to be positive? Does the person have to be positive? What kicks it into in the high gear? Well, absolutely. Absolutely one has to be positive. And, and the same applies to curses. You know, I, when, when I perform a, a curse, I have to do a reading, to, first of all, to make sure that the curse is justified. And then when the client tells me everything that was done to them, you know, all the malicious things that were done. What, what if they're making it up? It. What if they're lying? I will know through a reading. You will. Okay. Yes, and that's why, you know, a lot of people get mad at me because they, they email me and they say, I want to curse so-and-so or I want to break up so-and-so. It's like, uh-uh-uh-uh-uh, not unless it's justified, right? And in 96% of the cases, I won't take the, the case because it's not justified. You sense something, don't you? Oh, absolutely. That's absolutely. amazing. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.